Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, Reiki Master Energy Teacher, Medium, and author of the newest book in a trilogy, A New Life Awaits, Spirit-Guided Insights to Support Global Awakening, which shares stories and messages from spirit to show us our challenges are not merely economic, political, or societal, but often a disconnect from our inner soul wisdom and connection to universal source or life itself. Today I welcome Vincent Jenner, author of The Secret That's Holding You Back, which allows you to see if you're not pursuing a rewarding career, not in loving relationships, not financially secure, healthy, or vital, don't even know your purpose or passion, then you are stopping yourself without even knowing it. My dad used to say to me when I was little, you are your own worst enemy. So let's find out how to improve that form of limitation. Hello, Vincent, and thank you for joining us on Healing from Within to share your experience as a gifted psychic medium with the knowledge and experience of a psychotherapist, the personality of a showman, and the approach to providing healing for body, mind, and spirit. Well, thank you for having me on the show, Cheryl. It's a pleasure to be here. It's great to share a light with another light, right? Oh, yes, it is. We are from the same soul group. Vincent, Absolutely. Yeah, as listeners of Healing from Within well know, my extraordinary guests and I share intimate, enlightening stories that allow us to open our minds and hearts to the mysteries of life, both here and beyond, and to understand duality is necessary in a physical world to remind us that we are indeed spiritual beings having a physical life and that we possess a magnificent soul energy, or light, as you just said, that is expansive and, when used properly, can heal us and help us to manifest a life of truth, beauty, prosperity, health, and happiness. So many people tell me all they want to be is happy. In today's episode of Healing from Within, Vincent Jenner, a gifted psychic medium and psychotherapist with a genuine loving approach to provide healing for both my body, mind, and spirit, shares his 39 years of training and research and experience in the metaphysical, psychological, and spiritual fields to dive into your psyche, to release unconscious blockages, resistances, and self-sabotaging beliefs and behaviors so you too can live the life your soul intended to in this time and place and this incarnation. Vincent, I always love to ask my sensitive and intuitive guests to think back to their childhood and remember perhaps a person, a place, an event that may have signaled to them or others around them the lifestyle, interests, and work they might pursue as adults, for it seems we come into life with an itinerary or life path which is unfolding as we learn more about ourselves and life in general. So think back. Mm. I love this question. Well, I, <laughs> I get yeah, such I amazing know. answers. I know. Well, the interesting thing, Cheryl, about that is 
I've had a few of those mentors that came into my life. Actually, because I was very tormented by and bullied in school until I was 17 years old and at home, uh, there were those mentors that actually helped to keep me a little sane and stable. So I could say that um, though they they helped me in that way and some of my gifts back then, I was a, a, a god, I was a really good singer, actor, and dancer when I was a kid. And, and as an adult, so they helped me to to stay um, in, in the area of, of of wellness, shall we say, and and a good self-esteem, partially a good self-esteem, with those skills by helping to nurture them in me. Um, however, it wasn't until I was 28 years old that the spiritual realm opened up for me. I had always an interest in the God source, in spirit, in, you know, but not religion, not religion. I bucked that completely because for some reason I, yeah, I knew back then as Mm. a kid that they were teaching it wrong. They were teaching God and, and uh, I was a Catholic. So, you know, I was, they were teaching me Jesus and I was like, oh, this is wrong. This isn't right. That used to get me my worst beatings. You know, and I yes. would tell my mother, I don't believe like that. And she'd like whack me in the head and this is like you're a heathen and um, you're going to get us condemned. And oh, my gosh. But it wasn't until I was 28 years old that that things changed for me spiritually. And then that's when I met the most important mentors in my life that helped to direct me through the experiences I was going through. Um, uh, but, but yes, early on, there's always going to be those that help keep you, shall we say, um, on that, that, that path to go in that yes. direction. Everyone yeah. is born with a destiny yeah. and a plan, and you were sensitive, and you had the gift of spirit within you to connect to spirit and, and channel messages for others, and you do have a close uh, connection uh, to Jesus, it's just you didn't see him in the way uh, perhaps the no. laws and rules and books right. taught. He he was much a spiritual teacher like we are, and he came to show us uh, that we survive physical death, and there is an afterlife, and we are a soul, a spirit, having a physical life, much like you and I are doing on the show today. So he right. that that was his his destiny and purpose but people you know see what they want and write what they want and much of the direction in religion is unfortunately not from universal source but from man and it's sometimes uh, misguided a little bit i mean we all have the intention to connect the, to that bigger part of ourselves which is love and compassion, because that's what the divine or God or spirit or Jesus or any spiritual teacher really is all about. But sometimes wrong perceptions just sneak in there. So, you know, after I was guided by spirit to go to a spiritual retreat with a psychic medium, you might know him, John Edward. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's from New York like us. Yeah, of course. And then Robert Brown was there from England. England. So I went to their event. Uh, at that point, that was learning we are spirit. That was 25 years ago. I was learning we're spiritual beings having this physical life. And uh, so at a private reading with Robert Brown, when he was in um, at that retreat, he said to me, 
and I wasn't aware of any of this. I was almost a skeptic at that point. I was not using my spiritual gifts. Right. I was right. very much in the physical world. So he says to me, you have a very powerful guide, and I don't want to make any mistakes in your reading. And I could see he was moved by whatever it was he saw or felt. And then down the road in Maine, a woman working at the place we were staying walked over to me. She simply walked over to me and said, Jesus is your guide, and he wants you to put that in the book you are writing. And I almost started to cry because I was becoming aware that I was following the path of Jesus for healing, hands-on healing. By that time, it was before I was even a Reiki master teacher, but I was beginning to sense that. And and, I realized the responsibility I had because of that. And as a child, I had a little plastic, you know, a $3 doll that I named Jerry, and I'd sit in the closet and talk to him, And I wanted to know why the world and so many people seemed so lost and in so much pain. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it at the time, but I was always seeking the divine and the energy of life beyond here. So I made a promise as at that time when that, you know, when Robert Brown told me about my guide, that I would carry the truth of our being all the way to the goal point. I'll take the ball, I'll just keep running with it to share this miraculous truth with as many people as I could. Now that was 25 years ago. And after that, people like you said, mentors kept coming in at the right time and leading us on the path to help the people we could and were supposed to because I believe people end up with the mediums or the energy teachers or spiritual teachers that they need and that will best serve their life path. So we're very much in alignment with this truth. And our listeners out there, many of them are listening because they're finding out the way we did in bits and pieces the true reality of our spiritual being. Now you have spoken at notable organizations such as the Edgar Casey Association for Research Enlightenment and the Institute of Noetic Sciences, which I, of course, have mm, found along the way, too, because they're people much connected to us in their mission and energy. Right. Tell us something about that. Oh, well, those were really interesting. It was very funny, especially the Eka Casey Association, the ARE in Virginia Beach. Um, when I first had my spiritual awakening and experience, I was told right away that I would be uh, guided by people that would enter my life. And I was like, how are these people? I wasn't associating with anybody from the metaphysical or spiritual field. I was a singer, actor, and dancer, and I was pursuing that as a full-time career. And so it would be the craziest thing that my wife and I would all of a sudden be talking amongst ourselves and somebody would come in that was over listening to the conversation and and then start to share, you know, their experiences. And so I was guided to the Edgar Casey Foundation right away. So I did a lot of research there and um, that I found him to be, you know, quite um 
uh, a, a really inspiring. And so I, I studied all his material. I took a lot of the classes there. I, we started, my wife and I had an In Search of God study group a couple of uh, times, two different times in two different locations. And I always said to myself, Josh, it would be fantastic if one day I was able to even speak there or be one of their teachers. And so 33 years later, not too long ago from today, um, I get an email from uh, the, the person in charge of booking the speakers there, um, who was a Casey, uh, she, she was a, like a grand niece or something like that of Edgar's. And she asked me, she found me, she came across my website, she heard me in my podcast and the work that I did, and asked me if I would be interested in speaking there. Um, and I was like, oh, I was, oh my gosh, seriously? Isn't You're asking me wonderful. now to speak there? And that's what I said 33 years ago. I was studying all the material I wanted so desperately to be a part of the Edgar Casey Foundation. And there they go, they asked me. So... Um, it was a fabulous weekend. Um, I worked with Eulin um, Casey's son. Gosh, oh, I forgot his first name. His oh my grandson? God, but that's okay. His, yes, his grandson. I was met speaking him there. also. Yeah. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. So he was speaking there. Mark Anthony was speaking there. Um, Janet Nohavec, who was a fabulous, fabulous medium and a teacher at Arthur Finley. She was a tutor at Arthur Finley College in, in England, who she just recently passed this year. Very sad. Um, she was speaking there, and I was speaking there. So we had a fabulous weekend, and it was just an amazing experience to go back there. You know what I mean, Cheryl? You, you've I had do know what you like mean. That, right? because, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you about Edgar Casey. I mean, Edgar Casey. I was guided and led also about 25 years ago, uh, to the Edgar Casey Research uh, and, uh, right. you know, the Association for Research and Enlightenment in New York City. And that's where I took my first Reiki attunement and became an energy wow. worker and hands-on. Uh, I, I was at a convention. I had hurt my knee. Uh, Robert Brown told me to go to the uh, energy healing session and when I felt that man put his hand on my shoulder and I felt the energy go to my knee, it was like my knee was restructuring, vibrating, heat going through wow. it. And I felt much better. And he said to me, you can do this, you're a healer. A week later, I mentioned to a teacher I was teaching, uh, and I mentioned what happened. And she went and researched and found the Edgar Casey Center. And I, she signed me up that week. I went. So it's wow. like, yes, these people kept coming in and directing us along the path. And when I do my readings for people, I feel like I'm doing what Edgar Casey did, dropping into this sleep state and writing down everything that comes to me, clairvoyantly, clairaudiently, clairsentently, uh, feeling, touch, smell. And he did it, but he had somebody write it down for him mm -hmm. I, I do it myself as I do the readings but I feel very connected to Edgar Casey and his work as you seem to be drawn that in that direction also and even though it took you 33 years you had put out the intention and you see it's not about time and space 
it's when we're ready to have that experience. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, absolutely. It's amazing. It's just wonderful. So for all our people listening out there, do not get discouraged. If you have an interest or intention that you want to accomplish, you have to put the effort in because it takes time to hone your skills and to be comfortable in your soul body and your physical body and to align the two of them, the duality. So I'm glad you told that story. That's very appropriate for what we're doing, what we have been guided to do, and what we want listeners to be able to know is really possible. So let's go on to, in order to learn about healing, we need to know the important functions of the human brain. I know you've been very interested in this, so tell us a little bit about the different parts of the brain and how we connect it all so we can have physical, emotional, and spiritual healing. Yes, definitely. Thank you for asking that, Cheryl. Um, uh, yeah, well, here's the thing. The two highest functions of the human brain is one, to keep us alive, and the second highest function is to protect us. That's how it keeps us alive. Now, we know how it does that physically. For example, we've been experiencing the coronavirus, right? And one of the symptoms from the virus is a fever. Well, in actuality, it is not the virus that's causing the fever. It's the brain trying to protect us that's causing the fever. So it will raise our body temperature in order to make it an unlivable environment for the virus or any bug that we wind up getting. So it doesn't pay attention to the discomfort of the fever. Its agenda agenda is get that virus out of the body. So that's one of the ways that it protects us physically. Uh, another way that it protects us physically, for example, is we we pass out when we need oxygen. And the reason why we do that is the brain needs us to lay down in a flat position, which is what normally happens when you pass out, because we take better breaths that way. We're more unconscious. Anxiety or some kind of stress is not getting in the way. It's also not paying attention to where we are that we pass out and that you might hit your head on the way down. It doesn't care about that. It needs oxygen. It lays you down. Mm-hmm. Now, it does that physically, but what will it do emotionally when we have emotional pain? Well, when we come into this earth, you know, we start receiving negative messages from our environment right away. You know, we can't constantly are getting corrected or told that we're doing something wrong, um, that we're not doing something good enough, that we um, are getting in the way. Um, we also receive messages from our environment in the way that we're being treated, whether we're born into a lower socioeconomic background or some other background where there is prejudice and hatred. Mm-hmm. So we start receiving these messages very young, and they're painful, but our mind is very immature, and it can't protect us from those pains until it starts maturing. Once it matures, it starts to develop what I call defense mechanisms. So originally your brain is and your mind is made up of your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, and your unconscious mind. And Carl Jung called the unconscious mind also the superconscious mind. Well, I add an additional two minds because our brain likes to compartmentalize. So I say that there's an environmental-made mind where all the early negative feelings that we have about ourselves are harbored there, the environment-made mind, the EMM. 
And as we become older now, the defense mechanisms come along to shield us and protect us from that mind because it hurts so much, and it starts creating defenses. And I say in the book, I show in the book, that now those defense mechanisms are in the adult-made mind, which protects us from the environment-made mind. Okay, why does that matter? You know, all of this work that I've done. Because we're manifesting beings. We are connected to a force of power and energy, whatever you want to call it, that is out there that allows us to create the lives we want, that manifest our lives. But where we're connected to it is it in our unconscious minds, not our conscious minds. So here we are learning all of this wonderful stuff, Cheryl, about you know the law of attraction, being able to manifest. Everybody right. is trying it. We're listening to all these wonderful shows, and everybody's trying to apply the work, and they keep ending up saying, it's not working. God, it's not working. What am I doing wrong? Well, the problem is that most people don't believe what they think they believe, because what they truly believe is all the way deep down in their unconscious mind. The little guy, the little girl inside of you is harboring those beliefs, the environment made mine. All of this is in my book to help people understand you've got to bypass the defense mechanisms, get down deep in order to make things work. And it has been working with people like crazy. They've been getting my well, book and transforming their lives. Well, it works for me, it works for you because... Yes. We trust, we allow, we su- accept, we surrender to the universal source or the energy, which we are. The energy is within us, and we are within the energy of the divine, and that's compassion and love. And if we right. operate with trust and we get rid of all these fears and limitations... Right, and belief. We need belief. We have peace and happiness. We believe. Okay, so Belief is what's going to make it happen is because belief is the most powerful power. We think love is the most powerful power. In actuality, it's belief because we came to exist through a belief. The intelligence, the God source believed that we could exist and there we were. And so our belief is what empowers everything that we want to do in our lives. But most people, like I said, don't believe what they think they believe because they're defense mechanisms, because they're walking around, and they've had horrible stories from all different... Like I said, I was tormented as a kid, so I had these horrible beliefs about myself, and other people may have had less intense paths or more intense than me, and so they're walking around with all of this stuff, and the brain which is functioning the way it's supposed to, making coping skills, is hiding all of that. Yes, the ego. In my book, we unhide all of that so that way we can believe what we need to believe. That's why we do the work we do. Excellent. What would you like readers to take away with them after reading your book, The Secret That's Holding You Back? You just said something very important, but you might want to add briefly something else. What Go ahead. Said, what did you say that I said important? <laughs> what Which you just part? said is belief is even more powerful That's uh, right. than, than love or people all That's talk right. about love. But now we know you have to trust. There's the other word. Trust. Trust your plan. Trust you are surrounded by divine beings of love who are helping right. you. 
we had that help from the beginning as young children. We were aware of something. We just couldn't put it all together then. We had to mature. Our soul had to remember itself and its importance. So what do you want readers to take away with them after reading the book? That they are worth doing the work to create the lives they want, and they're able to manifest everything that they want once they truly believe that they are worthy, lovable, magnificent, divine beings. Before you can believe in anything, you must believe in yourself. That's really the primary thing that I want everybody. That's the whole reason why we're here, is to experience ourselves. And trust, as you say, which is so important, comes once we do believe in ourselves. Then we're able to trust ourselves. But right now, nobody trusts anything. Yeah, I know. We're in these hard times. Tough, this very is, hard times. This is a spiritual time that can allow people to get to what you're talking about, what I'm talking about, trust, belief, and love. There is a higher plan for all of us, each of us, and all of us, and the universe. And you wrote, if you truly want to become unstoppable and create the most bold and joyful life, you need to expand your beliefs and develop spiritual ones. What is your relationship with yourself, others, the world, and some deity or greater force? You have to know who you are. You have to know you're a spiritual being with this connection to the divine. That's right. uh, That's it. You said it all. You said it all. That is the one thing we want readers to take away with them. And I want to thank you, Vincent Jen, author of The Secret That's Holding You Back for a Clearer a much clearer view of the insights spiritual teachers, mediums, and energy healers bring to their clients in a way that connects them to universal source and the wisdom of all that is. You know, years ago when people used to say, all that is to me, I couldn't grasp the complexity of it. And now it's actually quite simple. In order to understand mind, body, and spirit for a true view of healing and eternal truths, go to vincentjenna.com and to purchase the book, go to amazon.com. In summarizing this episode of Healing from Within, we have explored life as described by Vincent Jenna's spiritual teachers and teachers and the people he's met along the way. He is a spiritual teacher, psychotherapist, medium, and provider of information downloaded from Universal Source to help people discover their soul energy and life path as he helps them remember we're all spiritual beings exploring at the present moment a physical life and learning to merge the energies of the universe with a physical life agenda as well. Vincent writes, You know there is no such thing as a victim in this life, even when it comes down to your own health. I had to explain this very important understanding. This is an orderly world. Even the cells in our bodies act in an orderly manner. Victimization suggests something that happens spontaneously. Spontaneity and randomness mean the same. And you can't have randomness in an orderly universe. There are like, they are like oil and vinegar, which just don't mix. I say and I tell my clients that no one is a victim unless they allow themselves to take away their personal power, their inner Mm -hmm. soul power. I tell this, I talk to people all the time about this. 
No yeah. one can yeah. take it away from you unless you allow it. Nothing right. is random. And each experience we have is important for our soul growth. Nothing is good or bad. It is only that as perceived by the ego. But experience is what our soul is here to enjoy. And I also like to tell clients who have health issues that often resolving the fears or limitation imposed on them in childhood or even a past life helps them to self-heal whatever condition they are facing. The soul creates a lot of illnesses so that we can learn something new and, right. know, and know ourselves better. It's not, coming, it. it's not just coming from the air. It's coming from within ourselves. So Vincent and I would have you delve deep into your psyche to release unconscious blockages, resistances, and self-sabotaging beliefs and behaviors so you can fulfill the life of your dreams that your soul created long before you incarnated into this physical life. Remember your magnificent soul energy has the potential to manifest all that you need for a successful soul and physical life. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing From Within, and I invite you to my website, CherylGlick.com, to listen to and read about leaders, visionaries, scientists, spiritualists, energy healers, mediums, medical practitioners, people in all fields who have come to know themselves better and to share their journey into metaphysical studies, learning more about the divine and physical reality and how to live our best lives. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you for listening.